Let's go while we're young. I bet you slice into the woods a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. B-Y-A Bushwood. What's I up, love buddy? it, brother. I love it. <laughs> Back in the hood, baby. That's Corey Collins. My name is McGee. Casey O'Flynn isn't here, but we'll, I'll talk to him. I'll talk to him via Zoom a little later. Um, so we'll get his thoughts and everything. But if he can figure out the app and figure yeah. out the technology, come on, Casey, you got this. You got this. I got I got faith. We got in you, faith, you know? baby. Um, but we're here. It's it, we're back. It's been a little break, and now we're back, and it's time to preview the Wells Fargo. Open. Is that, that's it, right? Wells Fargo Wells Championship. Wells Fargo Championship. Championship. Yeah, yeah at Quail Hollow. It's at Quail Hollow. Um, what year they played it at Wilmington in 2017. And next year, they're playing it at Avenel up near D.C. Just for the year because they're doing the President's Cup yeah. at Quail Hollow next year. Well, it was supposed to be this year. or and everything 20, pushed But everything back. pushed because yeah. of the good old COVID. But it's been going at, uh, it used to be called, for like two years, it was like the Quail Hollow Open. And before that, it was the Wachovia Open. Wachovia. Wells Fargo bought yep. Wachovia. Yep. Um, but it's been rocking for like, we're talking about 25 years shit. Man, when it comes to money, you know your stuff, dude. So, funny you should say that. <laughs> when I call Wachovia, they're like, oh, because I have, I do some banking with them. Not all my banking, but a little with them. They're like, oh, you've been a customer of ours since 1978. <laughs> like, what? I wasn't even born yet. Yeah. Like, when I was a kid, my parents started a little savings account for me. And whatever bank it was in got bought by another bank and became some other bank. And it's the name changed to this. And eventually it was like Chevy Chase Bank and like First Union and then Wachovia. And then eventually Wells, Wells Fargo, Fargo got it. Yeah, so, so you like, got the statue. Yeah, I mean, so like, they're like really nice to me on the phone. You know? Yeah, you're in. I don't do much with them, but, you know, yeah, it's, it's yeah. Hey, longevity counts, man. I guess. You know, yeah. I mean, so you know. I, but because of that, I was able to, you know, I easily remembered that it used to be the Wachovia and all this stuff. No, that's so. good. Um, I even forgot about that because I remember it is like the back in the day they had the Kemper Open there. Like one right. of my early, Kemper. early days of watching golf. Yeah. For like 10, 11 years from like that, they, 79 to 89, I think. And then like I that. think they weren't there for a bunch of years. And yeah. then they came back in like uh, the late 90s or something. Uh, 2003, they started playing. Oh, okay. So yeah. it was after, yeah. after 2000. So. Yeah. So 2003, so they're coming up on 20 years. You know, yeah. That's, pretty, that's, a, that's a good run. It's a great um, run, There's, and they've had some phenomenal champions. Have you? Yeah, I was looking through that. You yeah. know, uh, Rory was won twice. He's won and, twice. Uh, so is uh, my boy JB Holmes. Yeah, and the last uh, they didn't play last year because of the COVID. Yep. But the year before, I think it was Max Homa's first professional win. It was. Yeah, yeah, Max Homa, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now he's having a run, man. He's it's Genesis. This is it's kind of his year, man. He he looks like like he's always in the mix. He's always in the conversation. Like he's having a good good run. Well, you know, I, I, did you watch last week at all or not really? Uh, no, yeah, a little because bit. I was traveling. Oh, I was, that's right. I was oh, in Miami. Yeah, I was wilding my, out. Yeah. Shout out to Rude Boy Sven. Shout out to Dude. Oasis, the new uh, new music venue in uh, in Winwood. Place had, looks pimp. Had a lot of fun. Had a good. lot of fun, and they're uh, they're. You don't look like you had any fun though. No, no, no. no I've been back working clean. nonstop for yeah. a few days, you know. So, um, <laughs> I I gotta I gotta work harder and make more money so I can just move down there. That's and, what you know. What I mean? Yeah, just, just retire. Or then you can fly us down there. We'll do the pod down there. What's up? There's Come Zoom. On, we're why why would I money? pay for a flight? You just hop on the Zoom. We'll we'll do it. Come on, man. We need to fly, bro. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna just, you know the fu money. You just throw it around. It'd be nice to make some FU money. No, but last week, man, uh, Homo let's, was strong. Well, I mean, speaking of FU money, let's find the right golfer to win this tournament. I agree. Okay, I agree with All that. All right, we're, we're so, going to yes, do that. You're, you're right. I mean, I, I, Homo's having a I mean, run. He's having a great. He's great, been. He's been on fire. Last eight months, short been, game is is solid. solid. Um, I, you know, I really that golf course to me, the the uh, uh, copper, uh, God, what's it called? Copper, Copperhead. Uh, the course they play in Tampa, yeah, yeah. North Tampa, yeah. Um, it, it looks tough, I yeah. Mean, you know, and it was a little burnt out. Some of the ryegrass hadn't, you know, they've had probably a rough summer. But man, I gotta tell you what, uh, watching the tournament and seeing what was going on, how could they have a rough summer? It's 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 May. Well, I mean, rough they've winter. had a rough, yeah, rough winter. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. sorry, a lot of feet. Yeah, yeah. You know, everybody's it looks like yeah. it's burnt out. Yeah. Is what it does. So oh. it's just they they obviously haven't done something right, right. in relationship to the weather. Right. I mean, dude, it's Florida, it's summer all the time, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, come on. So the shift from Florida to North Carolina. Yep. What? 
you know, is there a change in style of court? Like, so we mm-hmm. we talked a lot about the shift from like West California Coast, East Coast, to, to, yeah, different grass. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. the East Coast. This is in line with what's going in on line. in Florida. They're yeah. similar. Uh, Quell Hollow uh, greens will be different. I think their greens are a, a cross tiff or they've got a different style of green. And so it, there won't be as much grain as like the Bermuda that they've been playing on down in Florida. Because Florida has mostly a, 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 a Bermuda type a grain in it. So, so the grain is going to be more prevalent down there. So but what's in North Carolina, you'll get a smoother roll. Exactly. Okay. And it'll be more consistent. You okay. won't have the into grain and down grain as much, right? Okay. It won't be as prevalent okay. in, in those greens. I'm not sure what the fairways are. I don't know what they, they redesigned the course a couple of times. They've done a bunch right. of different things to it. They've redesigned some holes. They redid the clubhouse. They've done a lot of different stuff at Quill Hall. It's, it's, Have you I seen mean, it? it was started in like 59. I mean, it's been around oh, forever. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. The golf course has been there forever. Yeah. Um, I've only seen it on TV, but it seems moist. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. Only- no, I mean, generally. So I looked at the weather. They're going to have pretty much between 75 and 80 degrees every day. Oh, nice. With partly cloudy skies, no rain. So weather is not going to be an issue. Uh, if anything, it'll be, uh, you know, a benefit for them, you know, from the standpoint of when you tee off. You I know, mean, I was looking at some of the tee times, too, with some of the players and where they teed off the first day. Yeah. You know, on a draw, so the draw on a tournament is is how they place you, right? They Basically, technically, what they do is they throw everybody's name that's in that's registered for the tournament. They throw it into a big, almost like, you know, a big bingo ball type yeah. thing, right? And then they just ra- randomly draw. They really for should the most stream. Part. They really should stream that for online contents and like do it like the draft. And well, make a it's big all deal done it. electronically now, right? Yeah, that, not, they're they're missing out an opportunity. But I agree, they're missing it's, out. They could have well, some really fun hosts. You know, and oh, like I do agree. And have, no, yeah, it could be fun. Right? Yeah, I would, you, you we could, could you could throw and bets on, on that. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Dude, you're always thinking. Yeah, you're coming along, buddy. Yeah, you're coming there. along. You got yeah. that right. What I got? There. I'm coming. Um. You know, the interesting thing is, is though, however, it's interesting to me sometimes how some of these pairings, so they're going to, they're all playing in threes, right? Sometimes. Cool. And then when they make the cut, they'll narrow it down. They'll go twos. Cool. Um, as far as threesomes and twosomes. Yeah. You know, I looked at some of the earlier tee times. You got some good players going out. Um, you know, some of the guys, and we'll talk about these guys later, uh, the guys that I'm picking and the guys that I think are going to do well, yeah. start out pretty much some in the early and then some kind of in the midday and you know weather is always a factor it doesn't look like there's gonna be any wind you know afternoon generally you pick up a little more wind you get a little harder from a standpoint than the morning plus the the greens get more traffic on them they get more footprints spike marks right you know not really spike marks anymore but whatever most yeah. of those, some of those big hitters hit have spikes in their soft cleats yeah um so, you, so the afternoons get you know get a little tougher yeah um uh, so a couple of the guys that I, I've I've chosen uh, tee off kind of in the morning and some in around the noonish to one o'clock time frame. So they're not real late, but um, you know the golf course is hard. It's a tough golf course. Can we go back um, to the tee times for a yeah. second? I've always wondered. I've always kind of felt that if you get that midday Thursday uh, and then tea early time, Friday, because that's what well, happens. If you get early Thursday. You're late Friday, Friday. and if correct. you get late Thursday, you're, you're early, early Friday. Friday. Correct. But if you get midday Thursday, you're kind of at a similar time you're on right. midday on it's, Friday. Yeah, it's, and it's you probably can between eight and ten on get Friday. Get a little bit more of a routine, you know. Like exactly. if you're at in, you know between noon and one on 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 Thursday, you're you might be between eleven and noon on Friday, you know, or whatever. Like you might have a similar time. That's got to be a benefit, right? hundred percent. And that's why they call it luck of the draw, right? Because that's the draw. The yeah. draw is where you're, where you're placed and yeah. how your tee times fall. Yeah. Uh, and then also who you're playing with. I mean, because at the end of the day, think about it, man. Anytime I play golf, if I'm out there playing with guys that are playing well, sure. I play better. Sure. Right? Similar I mean, you pace, just, yeah, similar you're just, attitude, everybody's, similar mentality. You got positivity going. People are or, making putts. You're hitting good shots. If you're a guy that likes to just be quiet and play golf and maybe you get paired up with another guy who's also kind of a loner be quiet and play golf Introvert, guy. And whatever, that's, yeah. that's perfect a perfect you know yeah. uh, a pairing as well where you don't have to interact with them you know you know yeah, you guys, just do your thing yeah, you guys put the work yeah. man we're not here to, we're not here to hang out so it's it's 100 true i mean the luck of the draw is matches, definitely always yeah. in a place especially when there's bad weather i mean yeah. you know if you know weather's coming in the afternoon or just, you know who knows what right I just it could have rained all night turn around yeah. For the guys, the guy that goes off last on Thursday is also going off first on Friday. The only way that's a benefit is if you miss the cut, you're on the first plane out. 
You know, you don't have to sit on the on the tarmac waiting for other people's plane to take I off. I know that well. Yeah, <laughs> I know that one well. <laughs> um, it just seems to me like it's it, that's a that's a kind of a brutal situation. Well, it's hard because you you know you finish around at five six at night seven at night and, and then you, you know, gotta wake up at, at five seven, in the morning or whatever. Six, yeah, yeah. I mean, those guys do they they're waking up between four thirty and five because they got to get to the course, get breakfast. I mean, they're working out. Yeah, they're, they're hitting, stretching, and hitting balls for an hour. Doing yoga. They all you know, have a system. They're doing they some crazy setup. shit. Yeah. 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 So yeah. so yeah. So you're talking like you know maybe six seven hours Avocado eight hours toast. of good sleep. What yeah. Yeah, all yeah, the above. yeah 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 so. You're right. Uh, it, it's definitely a draw scenario. A lot of that plays into it. Um, you know, this golf course, uh, the last like five holes, the 17th hole, like if they play it all the way back, it's like 220 and it's all pretty much over water. And the green is a difficult green, especially when they put that pin on the left or even to the right where the bunker is. And there's a little false area that falls down and you can short side yourself, which means you don't have a lot of green to work with coming back. And the green runs towards the water for the most part. Nice. The front of the green, the back of the green kind of levels out. destruction coming. It's right hard, man. End. It's just yeah. a, it's a tough shot. Then you get to 18, tough par four, got water, a little creek that runs all the way down, kind of dissects the middle. Mm -hmm. But primarily where these guys hit it, you know, they're going to be, it's going to be a stressful drive. And, you know, that second shot into this green isn't easy either if you lay back. So... Either way you look at it, and that water runs, that creek goes all the way up at the left side of the green. And again, the creek, the creek influences yeah. the run of the green, and the green will flow to the water. Yeah. So, you know, the last 16 is a, a tough one. 15 is a tough par five. Good. I mean, there's a, and then there's a couple gettable holes. I think 14 is like a drivable par four. Um, you know, so there's, there's some risk reward and there's some great opportunities for guys yeah. if they're feeling it when it comes to the last five holes that they yeah. can, they can make a run. I was just going to say, you want a guy who is very good at getting in the zone and staying in it. Yeah. Right? So that if he's if he's humming along, if he's playing well, he's less likely to blow it. Yeah. Wait, you know what I mean? Blow yeah. out one little mistake leading to a whole bunch of them or something like that. Yeah. That's um, what was surprising about last week with Sam Burns, uh, who made his first career yeah. Uh, PGA professional winning. Sorry. Really, really cool. Um, you know, obviously tough for uh um for his competitor that, you know, I mean uh Keegan Bradley, man, just you know, kind of fell apart a little bit. Yeah, but Keegan Bradley's water. gotta be happy for the guy. He remembers his first win too. Oh yeah, you he's know, had, he's, he's had plenty he's of had a bunch, yeah, you know, he's, or a handful, you know. Yeah, he's done he's done yeah. really well. Yeah. Um but you know, talking about Max Homa again, I mean, defending champion. Technically, you know, technically, it, defending yeah. champion, yeah, yeah. Uh, riding his game really well, feeling really good. He's he's definitely in my mind, a, definitely a top ten, for sure. Yeah, I mean, if you don't pick him for top ten, you're probably gonna lose some money. Oh, on that. that's a good that's a good call. I mean, he's 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 obviously comfortable with the course, you know. Yeah. it's uh, he's gonna have good feelings when he arrives. You know, he's not my pick to win, but he's top ten. Yeah, for he's sure. gonna be in the mix type yeah. type of a guy. Yeah. Um, He's uh like we you know we've been saying how 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 well he's been playing so his odds aren't going to be great to win the whole thing, um but you can still get him at thirty seven to one. That's not <laughs> like, bad. That's great. I mean yeah. that's a that's, that's a great number for somebody. It's not bad. You know at all. that's a that's not a bad flyer for somebody you think that's definitely going to be in the top ten. You know, if you're in the top ten, there's only a few things that have to go differently for you to be in first place as exactly. opposed to ninth place. You know. Yep. So if you're gonna bet him. So top 10 at, like, say, X, you know, you might want to put half X or a quarter X, you know, on on him to win. To and, win and, it at the big payoff. You know? And going off of what you normally do, you know, the matchups, mm -hmm. right? You know, definitely a good matchup to, yeah, I, depending upon who. When I pick a golfer to on, on a golf tournament, I'll, I'll bet him to win. I'll bet him to, to lead after the first round. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'll bet him to top five, top 10, and then in a handful of matchups. Yeah. At different numbers, you know. Yeah. Um, and that way, like, you know, you said, he top 10, so that's great. But maybe one stroke less might get him into a T5 situation. And, yeah. you know, you're getting paid in multiple ways. You yeah. Know? And, um, and to get into the top 10, you're probably winning your matchups, you know. Yeah. So. It, it, it can work well, out and, nice. and when you say you're one stroke less, it might not even be him one stroke less. It could be the yeah, guy ahead of him that blows up and gets a double bogey, exactly. and then he moves down. You know, exactly. So, yeah, I, I yeah. like that, man, because yeah. you never know, yeah. especially on a course like this. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people are, are you know, I've, I've, I've been doing some reading on the course and some picks and this and that. You know, everybody's kind of talking about Patrick Reed just because of where he's been and where he's at. And I'm just like, you know, I, 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 you know me. I, I don't like the guy. He's a great player. Um, I just yeah. don't like him as a person. Yeah, and I just I, I will never pick that guy no matter what. It's right. just just my principle, I guess. 
But, you know, one guy that I, I know a lot of people are talking about, and he's won it twice. Well, he won it for the PGA in 17, uh, and he's won it, but it was Justin Thomas. Well, those um, 2000, oh, so, so they did the, the PGA. That's right. That's why they played in Wilmington that year. Correct. Because they played the PGA at Quail Hollow. That's yep. right. So uh, he's uh, one of the favorites I've yeah, seen. You know, his odds um, can't be. Too yeah, good he's either, definitely but. one of the favorites. I have it right here. He's actually let's see, uh, pl plus nine hundred, so nine to one. Um, that's pretty much what I've seen him at a couple. I saw him at eight to one. I've seen him at ten to one. You know, it depends on what your outlet is. Shop around for the better number. But uh, yeah, he. Uh, I forget who was the other. Well, there's, um, you know, obviously Rory. I mean, you know, Rory hasn't been playing well. He hasn't, you know, he hasn't We've really been We've been talking about that of, all yeah. year. Where, and he's won it twice. He has won it twice. He's at 16-1. It was, to 1 plus it was his first PGA career win. Was Actually, it? yeah, 2010. That's pretty cool that it's happened for him there. Yeah. It happened And then for, 15, for he came Max back and Soma did it again. There. You know, that multiple people have had their first win there. Yeah. That's so, very cool. you know, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting with those guys. But, you know... You brought up There's, Patrick Reed earlier, just because I'm what, seeing where it. Where is he at? He's at uh, plus twenty eight hundred, so twenty eight to one. It's a good number. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, if you're a Patrick Reed fan, it's not even about being a fan, good. but if you no, just I know, feel I'm just it, saying, yeah. you know, if you feel Patrick Reed and you think that uh, he might be able to pull something off, then yeah. he might be a good ride. The other, uh, the other leader on on almost all the books is John Rahm. Um, I I think you could probably find him at eleven to one. I'm seeing him at ten to one right here. So he's right up there uh, with, with Justin Thomas. Well, I forgot to tell. I think it's today or tomorrow. I think I think thirty second birthday for McElroy too. I think it's his birthday. Huh? Yeah. See, that so, helps or hurts? Uh, I don't know. That's when, a good question. When I was thirty two, I did birthdays pretty big. Yeah, I did too. So um, yeah. it would probably hurt probably me. Be a tough one. Yeah. I'd be dehydrated. You, Although I'm sure. I you mean, better you, know. you better hope for the middle and middle on yeah. the draw. Yeah. <laughs> You're, you're, you know, you're wealthy. You got a guy yeah, who just <laughs> straps in the IV, you know, rehydrates I mean, dude, you, you know, and gets the, back he's, out there. When it comes to these guys, I mean, you know, whether they're, whatever the lifestyle is, they're so focused when it comes to this stuff. And, and right. they do such a good job of getting in the mindset, right? And, Roy and seems ready. like a responsible drinker to me. Yeah, yeah, I bet you he is. has a drink or two. You know, he might get loose on New Year's Eve. You know what I mean? But he's not like, I, I imagine good, he's not doing Tuesdays like I do Tuesdays. You know? I have a good buddy of mine. I've mentioned before, Steve Bowerly, that I used to work with at uh, Golf Tech. And he spent some time when Tiger and Roy did a like an HSBC matchup over in China oh, or cool. somewhere over in that Japan, cool, wherever yeah. it was. And he told me a story about him and Tiger. And this was early days, right? When Roy was just coming out. Yeah, he was a kid. He didn't have the relationship that he has now with Tiger. And they were just starting to form that. And some of the, you know, nightlife and things they had going on and, yeah. and how it was going on. And, back, and, yeah, back, back before in, Tiger yeah, back was in the checked. Day. This the is back camp. when uh, McElroy was dating the tennis chick. Uh, I forget her name. What was uh, the act? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that it. was yep. tough. That yep. hurt my head a little. Yep. But I got it. I you got, got it. it. Yeah. Carolyn was the Yeah. And I believe now she's with J.J. Watt. No, 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 no. Somebody yeah, else, I don't JJ know. She ended up with an NFL player or she a did. basketball player. So she's David she's, West, basketball player. He used to play for the Warriors. There you go. Yeah. Look at you, man. Just a plethora <laughs> of knowledge. I just retain weird Call shit. Call you the Oracle. I retain weird shit. Well, you know, it's it, it, so I don't know. I don't know if that plays in or not. I mean, maybe he's feeling good and feeling great and he comes out and yeah. he's on a course that he likes. He's or won maybe before. He's feeling I mean, old and he, he's not in a good mood. Or he's tore up. Some people don't like birthdays. I'm True. Again, maybe he's dehydrated on the yeah, yeah, you know, it could be tore up. I mean, maybe that weather plays into effect because it probably is going to be a little humid and a little hot. Well, um, the humidity in that part of the country doesn't really kick in for another month, month and a half. Really? So it'll be fine in May. It's, Dude, it's, I was just in Branson, Missouri, playing Big Cedar Lodge. Already Dude, it was brutal. Oh, yeah. But it oh, was yeah. also, I mean, the day we left, it was tornado warnings and torrential downpour. Right. And it's a weird crazy. It's weird weather right I now. I will tell the listeners, though, if you have a chance, Big Cedar Lodge, it's where uh, Tiger Woods did Payne's Valley. Uh, it's an homage to Payne Stewart yeah. and the golf course that Tiger designed. They did a big TV special on it back in October, November last year. That's where I learned about it. That whole development and the whole thing they've done there is absolutely unbelievable. Uh, the experience, the golf was great. Uh, we got great weather, so we got lucky. Yeah. Um, humidity was was I, I can't stand humidity. Yeah. Um, and it was but brutal, but it was. I bet you it's great in April. Oh my god, and, and March. So Johnny and, Morris, the guy that or owns, November, I bet you it's perfect. Oh yeah. my god, uh, the guy that owns Bass Pro Shops, that bought Cabela's. Okay. Okay. He's he's the guy that developed the whole thing. Nice. It's. 
disgusting. I wow. mean, just gorgeous. He built this I've never been huge to thing on top of this limestone rock, and it's called Top of the Rock, and it's just ridiculous. I, cool I just picture country music concerts in it's, like it's all in it is, like man. in like it's all country. Like old styled saloon kind of, you know, ring, 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 yeah, ring, like, yeah, that's just what I think. Spittoon and all that, buddy, <laughs> all that good shit. But it was tons of fun, so I highly recommend it if that's anybody great. can. Yeah, it's, it's a phenomenal. I'm glad uh, you had a layout. good time. But um, getting back to these guys, you know, yeah. John Rom, you brought up. So, yeah. what are your thoughts um, on John Rom? So, As my thoughts favorite. on John Rom are this: first of all, he leads like three of the major stats right now. He's number one in cuts made, twenty-two right. cuts right. consecutive. Crush it. Crazy. Um, I don't know if it's stroke average or where he's at. He's, he's got three of the top six right. that he leads. Another guy. Well, on John Rom, a couple years ago, I would tell you that, if, like if John Rom was three years younger, right, or two years younger, I would tell you he's a hard fade at a course that ends with difficult holes. Yeah. Right? Because he has the tendency to blow up. And yeah. Not, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was Good his point. rap. That was yeah. his reputation. He seems to have gotten past it. Yeah. He seems to be, I hate to put this on anybody, but he seems to be becoming an adult. Well, he's a dad. Right? Well, he's married I mean, and a dad. You guys always bring up this whole family thing. I'm telling but you, it changes, also, dude. It does. Yeah, well, people that don't have families also become dads, too. True, I mean, but, become adults, too. No, I, I agree. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, so, I, but that helps what, him, right? It yeah, helps him understand been, there's a bigger purpose. That may have been the trigger. Not to be a douchebag and be all upset. Right, that but, may uh, have been the impetus, but regardless, sure. what, what's happened help. is that he's... Be, he's He's calmer. He he doesn't blow up. He's not yeah. frustrated, you know, or letting it linger when he when he does get frustrated. He's get able to get past it somehow. So now, I get it. Like I, I see why he's the favorite, and I and I see why you know people would back that. And yeah. and it might be, you know, it, it might be scary to be. He's in the final group on Sunday. It might be scary to have money on the other guy, you know, yeah, yeah. because he, no, you he, never know. he very well could uh, finish, finish strong in this tournament. Yeah, yeah. I, I, who agree, you about I agree to, with that. Who were you about to bring up? Well, so I was going to say, I mean, you know, obviously all the big names, right? There's plenty of those. But, yeah. Um, one of the guys that I've been following and he's done well, he's been top two, top fives. I mean, the guy's just been, he's he's shooting really well. He's, his game is on point is Victor Hovland. Ooh, and, this is who I've been thinking about taking this weekend. Yeah. I've been thinking about backing him. Um, he just, you know, he's too young to know that he's not supposed to be great right now, you know? I, I think there's a lot of that. I think he's there's, so you know, he's, he, it's kind of like, you know, when, when you when you take a little kid out to ski for the first time and, you know, they just go for everything because they're so small, they don't hit the ground hard. Yeah. You know, they're not worried about getting hurt. They just want to go for it, and, I, they're, and they're going after it. And I, and I agree with you. I think he's got that mentality where he just he goes after everything he can, yeah. as hard as he can. Part of what's appealing is that he he's still early enough in his career that you can still get a good number on him. Yeah. Right? Even though, you know, I he's probably one of the, you know, four or five best, best equipped golfers to win this weekend. You can still get him at nineteen to one. You know, it's That's not still nine to one. It's yeah. not eleven to one. Like yeah. like Rom and and, yeah. and who's who do we just say had eleven or eleven was Rom and 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 nine to one was Justin Thomas. Yeah. So you can still make you can still put a little wager and make a lot of money yep. out there. You know. Yeah, and matchups as well. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of what that. It's funny that you brought him up because that's who I've been. I mean, I've been th- you know kind of in the back of my mind preparing for our conversation all day and thinking about who I'm. Wagering this weekend and et cetera. And, and that's the name that keeps popping in my head. Yeah, I think that, you know, he, he's been playing really well and he's got a lot of confidence. Not that he needs more, like we just talked about the young aspect in his mind and where he's at and, you know, going after it. So I, I have a feeling he's definitely top 10, top five, kind of like you said, pick the win, you know, yeah. you get some good odds, still make some good money. Yeah. Um, even if you don't have to really put that much down on him. Right. Um, but you know, I I, I never, I'm never Casey's not here. Uh, but Casey's good at the fades. You know, he's good yeah. at, at understanding and where I'll, the fades and I'll bring are. And I haven't really on the on yeah. the zoom in a little. Yeah, later. so listen to Casey on those. Um, but you know, really coming down to it for me, uh, I've been watching this guy since uh, Hawaii, and every tournament he's played in, he's also I think he's second or third in cuts made consecutive. I think he's second cuts made consecutive, seventeen consecutive cuts. Joaquin Neiman. Yeah. The guy he's, has been playing, he's been playing ridiculous. He had a fantastic late fall. 
He's, that, it was so fun. It was so great. And even in, in January, February, like he was playing. It, it, he was just Kim S, man. He was he was putting the ball right where he was trying to put the ball. Yeah, and yeah. his uh, total um, average score, he leads. I think he leads in that. Or, or greatest, no, Justin Thomas leads that, but he's second at sixty nine seventy nine. Greatest Chilean golfer ever. Yeah, he's 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 unbelievable, man. The I guy, can't think of any other swing, Chilean golfer. His swing so. is kind of funky and fun to watch, and he yeah. just he just lays the pipe on it, man. He, he hits it deep. Uh, you need to have a long ball, a, a very consistent long ball on this golf course. Yeah. Uh, put it in the right spots, and he's been doing all the above. That's He's kind of my guy I'm, I'm leaning towards in relationship towards You get him right now at like 35 to 1. Yeah, right? dude, that's yeah. huge. That's a great number. Yeah. It's a great number. Yeah. Um, let me let me throw a couple names at you of guys that, that have won here before. Okay. Okay? Because it was a while ago, but one of the people that's won here and hasn't won a lot of places is Ricky Fowler. Yep. Ricky Fowler's at 62 to 1. He's, well, he won, I think it was 2012. Yeah, 2012. Um, and I think he, 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 he top five once or twice right yeah, after that. He, you know, he, I think he actually plays his golf course pretty well. So my, my, I bring it up in saying, like, when he's going to work every weekend, he's not going to a lot of courses where, oh, God, I've won this one a couple times. He never gets to say that. Yeah. You know, he only has a couple of those. You know, he gets to go to Sawgrass. I bet he feels great there. Sure. And he comes here, and he feels he, he's done really well on this course. Yeah, it's, you know, unfortunate for him. To one, a no, hey, flyer, I agree. No, yeah. I, 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 hey, you know, you're, you're the oracle, man. I, I agree with that. I think that for him, he's kind of where, if you think about where Spieth was a few years ago, when he kind of just kind of fell off after 17, went in the jug over over the pond. That's right. And he just kind of, you know, he just started to mess with his swing a little bit. He started to do some funky stuff. And yeah. he just, he got away from playing golf. Yeah. You know, getting out there and just fucking smashing it. The difference and, is we're seeing Spieth bounce back, but Spieth's seven years younger than Ricky Fowler. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. hey, Ricky, this this low, this little dip, I since, you know, uh, for, for Ricky has really continued a long time. You know? It ha- And it's mostly his putting, man, his short game. Yeah. His putting has really fallen off. His it's ball striking has actually been okay. It's just his, his putting has really let him down. It's and he's got one back- of the best strokes ever. Yeah, It's, it's just tough to back a guy that you haven't seen do well. I know. You know, but, but like we, I said, you know, horses for courses. That's right? why yeah. you get the good number. That's why yeah. you get 62 to 1 on him. Yeah, no, um, that's a good one. Yeah, another one I was thinking about because I, I know he's won once here is yeah. Jason Day. Yeah. Who actually hasn't been playing that bad this year? No. And this is a course here, and like there's certain courses that you know that that, that he he's always kind of played well, or I guess tailored to his game, or whatever the phrase is. Um, but forty to one seems like a good number for a guy that you know knows the course. One of the best ball striking rounds that I've watched on TV, besides Tiger Woods, obviously. I mean, was when he played Whistling Straits and won up there. Yeah. And man. Some of the shots that guy was hitting was just it was it was unbelievable. I mean, the guy just put on a clinic. Mm-hmm. So he's got it in him, obviously. I mean, the guy's won multiple tournaments. Um, oh yeah, you know, he's done he's done big stuff. Um, but again, it's just, we it's just hard, man. It's hard. It's it's hard to. There's a billion good golfers. Exactly. Well, there's guys that are just riding a wave right, right now, and you know it's hard to it's hard to steer away from them. But you know that those odds are good, and you know a flyer, a good opportunity. I think in one of the or two of the uh, online um, uh, information pieces that I read, he was he was kind of a long shot pick. Yeah, Jason I mean, he, he, you know, a little sleeper. Another guy. One, I mean, there's what's uh, it's not that long of a shot, but no, it's, no, it's, uh, no. But you know, he's obviously in the mix. People, you sure, know, people are, are still make some money on. Him. Yeah, exactly. Where's um, I'm thinking of another guy that won here, and I can't remember when, but Webb Simpson. Where's he at? Oh, well, Simpson, he won like what three years ago, right? Yeah, it's, it's sixteen or seven, maybe. 16. Yeah. Um, let's see. Webb Simpson's at twenty three to one. Jordan. Uh a pretty good number. Yeah. Pretty good number. Um and he's also kind of been on point lately. Yeah. He's been yeah. playing well. He's been playing well. He's got know. he's got it, he's got it going. Good start to the year. Where's um, JB Holmes at? Let's look at Jamie. Is he even playing? I don't know if he's even in the field. I thought he was. I thought I saw. I thought I saw him on the list. Uh, Jamie Holmes is a big long shot, but he's won here twice. So you know, kind of going on your realm of hey, somebody hasn't been doing a lot lately, but then they come into a golf course where they feel good. Homie, if you really believe that, I'm seeing him at 
262 to one. Yeah. So $10 could win you 2,600. But I'm just saying, you know, I mean, again, he's won twice. This is a course that he's won at. This is a course, you know, and dude, JB, JB Holmes right now, he's just, he's one of those guys. He gets going. The guy can make birdies like I've never seen in my life. Yeah. And he hits it stiff. But you're right. It's it's about when he gets going because he does. He gets them in bunches. You know what exactly. I mean? If you think back to some of the tournaments that he's really played well at. It's always been a run here, a run, a little run in this round. You know, yeah. a great back nine here. You yeah. know, it's always yeah. he always puts them together. And then of course everybody talks about Bryson DeChambeau. How does his like long ball or how does his approach, his his philosophy? Uh, play out here. I mean, he's 14 to 1, so he's one of the favorites. But I Well, he's one of the favorites because he's leading everything in right. the stats and, and he's, you know, and he's popular, he's, everybody's right? talking about right. him. And because you got to remember, and... odds are dictated by, by betting interest. Sure. Not by likelihood of outcome. Sure. Right? But my question is, how does his, uh, you know, his philosophy work at this kind of course? You know, I, I, I've struggled with this all the way around because if you look at a majority of golfers out there are hitting it more than 300 yards. Okay. I'd say probably 70% of the field can hit it 300 yards if they want to. Right. But there's a big over. difference between no, I get a, it. a consistent 315 and a yeah, consistent but, 350. But, but yeah, but if you're 350 in the ganja, you know what I mean? Punching out or don't have a shot. Cause this course it's, there's tons of trees. I wouldn't say incredibly tight, but tight where your hitting areas are at 350, 320. You know what I mean? The further down the fairway you go on this golf course is the more narrow and the more, you know, constrictive it gets. Um, oh, yeah. So I, I, he hasn't proven to me other than Bay Hill where he was hitting it well and striping it and going for, you know, number six, going for, or, you know, the, the par five. When yeah. you said it was like look, hitting into like a abyss. Yeah. Um, you know, on that week, he was he had his 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 direction in point, right? And I think that he was definitely getting to where it needed to be for that golf tournament. This one here, I don't, I just don't see it. I, I mean, I don't, I don't think, I don't, I just don't. There's see just it. a lot of potential for danger when yeah, he's putting I mean, it out he, that far. Yeah, you, you just bring too many variables in play. Yeah, there's gonna be if some he's trees, gonna hit it straight. There's gonna be some trees. There's gonna be some water. You know, you're gonna hit it straight. I mean that's the variable in, yeah. in everybody's game. You got to be consistent. Got to be straight. You know? Yeah, and I mean those are those are penalty shots. You know, you hit it in the trees and you don't have a, a way to get to the green. You're punching out to hit your third shot and hopefully make them par, probably bogey. Yeah. So I I just I don't. That's yeah, not a push you want for me. Someone who's a little more dialed in. Yeah. You know, um, reckless isn't the right word, but uh, somebody who's who's comfortable with. You know, uh, uh, relying on their approach more so than their than their, drive. and that's what I'm saying. I mean, most of these guys have it in them to hit it 300, 320 if they need to, except maybe like a Kevin Kisner or you know some of the shorter guys. Um, but at the end of the day, with the technology and the ball, and you know, you said there's not going to be a ton of humidity. If there's not a ton of humidity, the ball flies further. Um, you no, know, it it's it's good weather. You know, fairways are probably going to run out. They cut these fairways pretty tight. You know, the other thing that, that a lot of people don't know is an average uh, golfer or, or, or avid watcher of golf, the way they manicure these golf courses, some of these fairways are greens that we play on. So when you hit it 290, it runs 40 yards. It really rolls or bounces and rolls. Yeah. Yeah. And these guys are optimizing that with their flight, right? The, the ball flight, how high they want to hit it, how much spin they hit it with. You know, the less spin, the, the the more it burrows through the air. And then when it lands, it fucking just takes off. Yeah. So, you know, everybody has an equal advantage in my mind on this golf course with length. I don't think that a length is a, is a big situation here as much as it is about hitting it in the fairway and hitting it to the spot in the area that you need to to make sure you've got the best club coming into the green and sticking it as close as you can to make the putt. Noted. So, um, so that's why like a DJ, DJ or, you know, you know, longer guys, guys yeah. that, you know, can hit the ball a long way, but I mean, going but back to Jason day, that guy can still in. pound the shit out of the ball. Yeah. Uh, I saw is. Mickelson's in the field. Shit. He's got a chance. You know yeah. what I mean? With the way, 
you know, he's like 132 to one, something like that, something around there. You know, I, I uh, Ozark National, one of the courses out of Big Cedar Lodge I played at was the course that Mickelson played last October or whenever it was when he won his debut on the senior on the I don't Champions think Dustin Tour. Johnson's playing this. He's not. He's probably yeah. not. I didn't. I didn't see him in there. Sorry, I'm just seeing the bigger you? hitters. Justin yeah. Johnson's not playing. I don't see Spieth. I don't okay. know Hideki. Um, oh, Hideki's still riding still, his presidential yeah, yeah, yeah. reign over in Japan. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He might be the next. He might dude, be the he's next. He's gonna be on their uh, the minister. yen, man. <laughs> yeah, or might, the that's what so is great. it? Yo, is he's it the yen? on. Yeah, it's the yen. yen. Yeah, that, yeah, good job, dude. Yeah, yeah. So go ahead and say. Yeah, I just said great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Um, if he, dude, they put him on money, that'd be so cool. I know. Yeah, so it, cool. it probably happened, man. I mean, the guys are flipping. I mean, he's probably one of hundred percent. Yeah. Um. So, who's your pick? I, I'm I'm gonna run with Joaquin, man. Okay, I, I am. I love I, it. I, I feel that he's due. Yeah. He's been knocking at the door left and right. He was in the playoff in Hawaii. He's been second, yeah. third, fourth. You know, he's he's done really well. His game is in great shape. Uh, he played well last week. Yeah. Um. You know, he didn't have enough to get it done, but he was creeping. I mean, he yeah. was. I think he finished like tied for seventh or. Dude, he's all sixth. over it. He's um. So he's in there. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna ride with that, and I'm I'm hoping that uh, you know he he can pull through, and I'm gonna probably pick him for a couple matchups, and uh, there you go. I'll do the thing you do: top five, top ten, win, <laughs> there uh, you go, first round leader, all that shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna roll with him hard. Well, I think I'm 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 pretty sure I'm running with with Victor Holland, but I, I I'll give Casey a chance to kind of talk me out of it. Yeah. Well, you know, and that's the thing. <laughs> I mean, not having Casey here because a lot of times he brings up so many good points and good other you know, aspects of thought process yeah. that I've never even that's contemplated. Why, that's why the we, we all get together and have yeah, this conversation good. so people it's can good. hear it. You know? Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, let me, uh, let's call it a wrap and I will, uh, I'll get Casey on the line and, 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 I, and I'll talk to him. Let's do it, man. It's all always right, a pleasure, dude. Yeah, man. See you Sunday. 100%. All right. Casey Earl Flynn. What's up, buddy? Greg, how are you? I'm really happy that you figured <laughs> out the, the Zoom. I'm baffled that I did. And again, uh, cheers to Zoom for making a very easy app because I'm not good at this stuff and I nailed it right off the rip. Good stuff. Uh, both Corey and I were betting against you. So just, you know, <laughs> uh, full transparency. So Corey and I already already spoke and we were talking about Wells Fargo, um, the Wells Fargo Championship at Quail Hollow. We were talking about, you know, some of the history of the course, like, you know, Rory had his first PGA win there, we think. Uh, same with Ricky. Max Homa won there. That was his first win mm-hmm. two years ago and effectively the defending champ. Um, it's uh, it's 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 long, but there's there's a lot of opportunities to get wet. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the fairways tend to get narrow further down, uh, but the ball rolls really well, really well mm-hmm. in the fairways. And um, there's some trees. There's some trees, so you can get you can get jammed up. There's a lot of, especially the last five holes. There's some um, mm-hmm. opportunities to get jammed up, man. It can be difficult. Well, it's interesting. You got you and Corey talked about exactly right. Is how there's been a lot of first time winners, and I went back years of just even. I always look at who was in the top twenty, who missed the cut, who you know, and. I don't think I've ever seen a tournament where I see absolutely no consistency whatsoever. It is so across the board every year. And of course, sometimes people don't play the tournament and this and that, but I'm getting nobody that's like a horse for the course whatsoever. Um, It's going to be exciting, man. I mean, and then you look at the field and it is, wow. I mean, there's the, a ton of huge names and yeah. a ton of golfers that are on fire right now. So yeah, I'm pumped. I mean, it's going to be exciting for sure, but it's going to be, it's a great time to bet someone that, you know, maybe hasn't won this year, maybe hasn't won a tournament yet, which we can come up with a few of those names for sure. Yeah. Well, I'm going to, I'll bring up a couple of names I brought up with, uh, with Corey, because I I have an idea of some some people that might do well that haven't that we haven't really heard of lately. Mm-hmm. But um, at the same time, I mean, there are a couple couple big names not playing. Like we don't see Spieth here, we don't see Dustin Johnson, we're not seeing Hideki Matsuyama. But there's so many good golfers right now that you're right. This is a great field, and this is going to be a really fun tournament to watch this weekend. You know, perfect weather, 
It looks, you mm-hmm. know, it looks like it really is going to be a great. There could be, just like the end of the Kentucky Derby when there's four horses, you know, all all lined <laughs> yeah. up right at the end. We could see a, a bunch of golfers with a chance to win on Sunday, and the back nine being can't miss TV. I could almost guarantee that, Greg. I could almost guarantee we have a horse race, just like you're saying. Um, I could almost guarantee it, that we're going to have minimum five horses um, coming down the stretch. Before we get into the horses and golfers that we like, we, we, we do this every, every preview. What are some names that you're thinking about fading or you're that, you know, who's on the fade list this week? Ah, uh, man, unfortunately, Rory, I just, man, he's, he's, just, he's been missing these cuts. I know he's, that's why it's a proper fade. I don't just fade random. I'm not going to fade the guy at dead last. I mean, I don't like it. I don't like his game right now. Um, I don't even. And his I like him today this or year. tomorrow. Oh, is it really? Yeah, that's yeah, so even worse. <laughs> he might be hungover. <laughs> that's, uh, what I said to, yeah. that's what I said. That's what I said. I'm not a huge fan of him. And Patrick Cantlay, you know, he's just not playing well. So he I think those are my big down. fades. Sug JM, same thing. I mean, I just, I don't know. These guys, Jason Day is at fifty to one. I'm like, really? He should be like five hundred oh, to one. Uh, I saw him at 40 to one. I I brought him up in conversation because it is one of the courses that he shows up at and he feels good about it. That's another, that's why it's a decent fade. It's like, I mean, he's just not playing well right now. And look at the field, look at above, you know, when you have JG, DeChambeau, Xander, Hovland, even Simpson, Reed, and Fino. And Zalatoris like and Connors and whole, I mean Neiman. I mean, you, look at the top of the list, and like the guys that I'm fading are like they're just not playing even remotely close to these guys right now. And I, uh, I know that their past experience wants you to take it, but I truly believe Jason Day should be at least 125 to one. Like this is ridiculous. Like Phil, 40 to 50 to one. Are you kidding me? That's the worst odds possible he hasn't even well then i suspect i i suspect i know what your response is going to be but i kind of had and we haven't i brought it up with 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 Corey, but like we haven't heard his name in a long time but this is one of the couple courses that he shows up and he has success at so he's got to be in a good mood could we see at 62 to 1 a Ricky Fowler come out of nowhere oh, for the first time in a while. <laughs> I mean, because he's not playing bad. He's just not winning. And that's what I always he's, talk about on the podcast. Is that he's not putting Just because well. he didn't win the tournament doesn't mean that you didn't play good. And we watched this with Jordan Spieth this year. He got so close so many times. And guess what? He's eventually going to win. And I feel like Ricky's kind of... I don't know. He's not playing very well, though, either right now. He's just had a couple of showings, and no, I would say no. I mean, Maybe I don't even know if that's a fade anymore. You know, like, no, don't. He's, he didn't even make the Masters. Like, he's not even in the top 50 golfers in the world anymore. I don't, I, again, why is he not 200 to 1? I mean, these odds just don't make sense. Like, I would scroll down and take, I could take 10 golfers. At a hundred to two hundred to one, that I think are playing better than him, you know. Yeah, but wishful thinking, I guess. So let's is. stop being haters. Let's stop being haters and let's start being lovers. Okay. All right. I am. Um, I'm pretty set on my pick. Okay. I think I'm going with Victor Hovland this weekend. I love it. He made me some good money last week um, in one of my fantasy leagues. Um, and he's just God. He's a good golfer. Holy mackerel! And he's on. He's playing real well right now. I. This is another guy who went back like four years trying to figure out if he's ever done well here. And it's. I mean, I couldn't really even. I mean, he was. Yeah, I didn't get much info. <laughs> I didn't get much good or bad. It was sort of just all over the board. And he's so brand new. I don't even know 
I think he only played it once, and he might not have even been a pro then, because, uh, well, he played it in 2019. Anywho, um, I love that. Don't hate that at all. Um, I, God, I. What are some I of the names Will, you're like? I'm digging Will. I'm digging Will Zalatoris. Um, are you really? And I'll tell you why. When I read how how these golfers could really go after the drives, I just flashed back to what he did at the Masters. And people may not remember, even though it was just a few weeks ago, I have this kid that hits it so far off the tee. And then his iron play was far superior to most of the guys out there. Um, and I, like you said, they're, these fairways are kind of wide and then they narrow, but I think he's kind of got that shot. I think he's going to bomb it off the tee. And then he's so good with his iron. And I really like him this week. Um, I'm just struggling so hard not taking Max Homa because I hate taking the previous winner. But that was two years ago. And I feel like he's becoming twice. I think he's twice as good as he was two years ago. I mean, he's so good right now. Right? We literally led off the, the conversation talking about how well uh, he's been playing well, lately, how this was so, the start of something that has yes. really, like, he's really yeah. found his groove, you know? Oh, man, and he just looks so calm out there. And I'm like, how do you fade the guy that won two years ago and, yeah, has become such a better golfer since then? I mean, yeah. wow. I, I think that's... Uh, there's no way you're anyone should be fading Homa. I just, it's so hard to go back to back, you know, it's so difficult, but it happens, you know, it happens kind of a lot. So I really love Homa and I really love Zalatoris. Um, and those are sort of my, like, obviously, I mean, Bryson's going to bomb it. I mean, he's going to go all out and yes, there's water, but he doesn't even care. You know, he's going to hit it so far if it goes in the water. It's drop two, hit up three, and put in for his par. He could still get a par. Like, uh, even though he – but he just does what he does. And I don't know. I don't really love him. But I think JT terrifies me this week. I really, really, really think this could be a course that he thinks is easy. When other well, he golfers... won the PGA there a few years ago. Exactly. I think in he 2017 when they played over at Wilmington to accommodate that. Exactly. I truly think he thinks this course is easy. Like, he could do this with his eyes closed. So, if he has even his mediocre game on, he's in. And no matter what, as a gambling standpoint, you've got to bet the guy. JT will be in the top 10. I guarantee he that. And- he and Rom are the favorites in most books. Exactly. Exactly. But that's where I'm like, I'm going a little down the line with nothing crazy. I mean, they're no, I mean, I, then you have Xander who is like, what's Zalatoris at? 17? <laughs> what's Zalatoris at? 17 to 1? 18 to 1? No, he's like, he's 30 on mine. Oh, wow. Good. 30 to 1. Fino's 25, Corey Connors, yeah, I saw that. and then Max Holmes 35. I mean, I think 35. that little grouping right there, Fino's, Alatoris, Connors, Homa, even Joaquin Demons next, that like That's 25 true. to 35 little window, I love. Absolutely Corey's love. I love every with, one of them. Corey's going with the Chilean champion, Joaquin No, um, yeah. Neiman. I mean, he is playing so well right now. Yeah. Um, and he's just got the game and he bombs it too. He's a little tiny skinny guy, but he hits it so far. Yeah, yeah, he's great. He's fun to watch. He really is. Who and are, I don't know if Corey did Corey say something about I believe it's 70 over 7,500 yards. That's deep, huge. Yeah. Well, he talked about how long it was. And yeah, he talked about long. why he likes a part of why he likes Joaquin is, is kind of what what's great about Justin Thomas. They've forgotten how to miss a cut. You know they've just exactly. they're hit, they're uh, they're just in the mix every You're right. weekend week. You're right. You know? You're right. Um, what's a what's a long shot that's kind of uh caught your eye or or on your mind? I've it's Maverick McNeely. Oh, uh, he's Maverick McNeely. 
First of all, he's got a great name, but sounds like a he's poker been player. on my radar all year, and he hasn't done so well, but he just finally got in a couple weeks ago, and I know his season's going to heat up eventually. He's 150 to 1, though. And then it you got my like boy. A, it sounds like a very cheap bottle of scotch. <laughs> grab me a grab me a fifth of that Maverick McNeely. All right. Give, give me the old yeah, the old Mav. Give me the old Mav. Oh. <laughs> old Mav. Um, but every week I take KH Lee 200 to 1, telling you the guy's gonna pay <laughs> off. I don't care if it's 10 bucks, that wins you a lot of money. Casey, if uh, anybody gives you a hundred to one odds on anything, you take that bet. Take it. This is 200 to one. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, buddy. Yeah, not much else. Like, I don't know. I'd take Brandon Steele at 100 to one. He's been playing well. Even a Kevin Steele's 101. But nothing jumps out at me. This is one of those tournaments I really, I mean, in this field, I don't see, I don't really see someone coming out of the top, you know, I don't know, 20. I mean, Keegan Bradley's at 61. The guy's been playing on fire, but 61 is like, man, I would want him at 100 to 1, you know? Right. Like, but he's been playing so good. It's, we're a little late on that. Um, Keegs. Keegs. All right, man. I mean, I really think Max Homa or Zalatoris is winning this thing. And I can't wait to watch him duke it out. I can't wait, man. I'm. I'm ready for Thursday to start. I, I, I like know. that it's they're been on the a, East Coast. It's so a month since we had a tournament. I'm feels like it. I yeah. like it when the uh, when they're on the East Coast because it starts real early on Thursday and Friday, and it makes the work day go better. It's gonna All be right, beautiful. Bud. Well, listen. Right. Um, are we gonna Are we gonna zoom again on Sunday? I'll be home actually. Oh well, then come on into Capital Cigars and sit down with me and uh. What, with what's me the and, address uh, there? Uh, uh, Corey. <laughs> 919 East Colfax Ave, Denver, Colorado. It is the absolute finest cigar lounge ever opened. And we record BYA Bushwood on the studio level of Capital Cigars. There we go. That's right. I couldn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. And on that note, I'm going to say goodbye and we will talk to you after right. the tournament. I hope everybody makes a ton of money. On behalf of uh, Corey and Casey, we will talk to you soon. And, uh, you know, if you want to say something to us, you want to get in touch with us, at BetYourAshPod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.